Hey everyone, it's Jono from Seneca. Thank you for joining me on this revision episode for your GCSE chemistry exam. Today, I'm going to be tearing things down and talking about corrosion, but don't worry, we'll be, everything will be coming back together as we talk about alloys. Um, this is an important topic for your GCSE exam, so what are we waiting for? Let's dive in. Now, Corrosion, that describes the gradual destruction of metals because of chemical reactions between the metal and the oxygen and water in the environment. And the rusting of iron or objects containing iron is an example of corrosion. And we've got a cute little equation for this. It's iron plus oxygen plus water goes to hydrated iron three oxide. Now that three, we write it in Roman numerals and it tells us the oxidation number of that iron. So iron has a plus three oxidation number. Now, we need both air and water for rusting to occur. And we can show this experimentally with something as simple as a boiling tube and some water. If we put a iron nail in a boiling tube with just air in and no water, honey, there's going to be no rust. What about if there's just water and we, stop, we block out the air with a layer of oil? Uh-uh, still no rust. But boom, if we have air and water, that's when we get the rust. So we need both of those together to have rusting occur. Now, as you might have guessed, rusting is not really something we want to be happening like all the time. So we try and prevent it. Article one, we can use coats. This is known as coating and we can prevent corrosion by applying a coating that acts as a barrier, such as greasing, painting or electroplating. Ooh, that sounds fun. So. A good example of this is aluminium, which has an oxide coating that protects the metal from further corrosion and stops oxygen and water in its path so it can't reach the metal's surface. But there's a disadvantage in that if the coating is damaged, the metal becomes exposed and corrosion will occur. Not what we want. So we have another method, the sacrificial method, which I think is one of my favourite uh, chemistry terms and basically we, we attach a more reactive metal to the metal that it's protecting. So water and oxygen will pre preferentially react with the sacrificial metal leaving the other unharmed. Oh what a good guy or girl. Love sacrificial metals. Next we're talking about galvanizing and that is a hybrid of coatings and that famous sacrificial method. Now the metal that needs protecting is sprayed with a more reactive metal and this acts as a coating at first then, if the more reactive metal is damaged, it will continue to protect as a sacrificial material. Isn't that great? So remember, galvanizing, that's a hybrid of coatings and the sacrificial method. Um, so in total, there are three ways to prevent corrosion. Do you remember what they are? They've all got pretty cool names, so hopefully that'll make them easy to remember. Boom, firstly, coatings. Secondly, the sacrificial method. And then finally, we have galvanizing. Now, galvanize is to bring things together. So hopefully that will help you remember that galvanizing is coatings and the sacrificial method. Okay, now I know we've been getting down and talking about corrosion and gradual destruction and all that drama. So let's pull it together and let's kind of get with all our friends and talk about alloys. Now, metal alloys, what are they? Basically, it's when we take a metal and it's a bit lonely, so we chuck in some other elements. And these other elements, they can change the metal's properties and give it good, better functionality. So let's go through some examples. We're going to start with everyone's favorite metal, gold. Pure gold is soft, so jewelers often add metals like silver, copper, and zinc to produce a more resilient substance. And this is where carrots comes from. No, I'm not talking about what your donkey eats. I'm talking about how we measure the purity of gold. 
So if we have 24 carats, that is 100% gold. So that's what everybody wants. We want that 24 carat gold. By the laws of math, 18 carats would be 75% gold. Okay, let's move it on to brass. Now, brass is an alloy of copper and zinc, and zinc makes it more malleable. So it's more like easy to move around and put into fun shapes. And uses include door fittings and water taps. Aluminium is uh, aluminium alloys have a really low density, which makes them really handy for making aircrafts and also armor plating for military vehicles. Um, bronze, bronze is an alloy of copper and tin, and who doesn't love a bronze finish? Stunning. Adding tin increases the hardiness of the material, and uses include coins, electrical hardware, and statues. And to finish this off, we have a we have steel. Now, steel can be uh, made from a bunch of different stuff. We have high carbon steels, and they're really strong, but they're quite brittle, but they're used in cutting tools and blades. We have low carbon steels, and they are soft but malleable, and are used to make stuff like car bodies. And then finally, we have stainless steel, which you might find in your cutlery drawer, and it's made by um, combining iron with chromium and nickel. And uses include cooking utensils and cutlery. Okay, that was a lot of info, so let's break it down and go through a few questions. Do you remember what bronze is made out of? So bronze is copper and tin. And what is bronze used for? Shout some answers at me. I don't care if you're on the bus. What are they? Come on, you got this. It's statues, coins, and electrical hardware, okay? Do you remember the three methods to prevent corrosion? We've got coatings, we've got the sacrificial method, and we have galvanizing. So those are the three methods you need to remember for your exam. Um, and that brings us to the end of this episode. Hope it was useful. Maybe listen to it again because there was a lot of info in it. Make sure you learn those alloys and good luck with all your revision. And I'll catch you in the next episode. If this episode has got you in the mood for more revision or you just realised how close your exams are, then just head over to SenecaLearning.com where you can revise all of your GCSE subjects absolutely free. If you're on Apple Podcasts or Anchor, you'll find the link in the bio. If not, just type in SenecaLearning.com and you'll find us. And while you're at it, if you could rate us five stars and subscribe or follow all of our revised podcasts that cover every subject you need, then that will help other people find our podcasts.